This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Actually, I think my exact words are my assholes doing a jet speed motor impression. <laughs> Six hours. You said my assholes doing a jet ski motor impression. That's an intro right there, ladies and gentlemen. You can thank Kenny for that one. How did you get infected by the deer zombie virus? My dumbass friend <laughs> opened his door and look at the fucking meat we were running over in a fucking catastrophe. So I'm just imagining like kids going but like through the neighborhood and shit like that, trick-or-treating. Do you go to concentration camp house? What are you gonna over? get? What are you gonna get? People's hair? <laughs> but I mean the cold out of their teeth? I mean, no, you don't go to the house. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when kids' cartoons weren't mindless bullshit like Spongebob, or as we like to call it, Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com, we're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder, and if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag PotternFamily. Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass, independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Knowing My Nightmares podcast, the Odors of the Odeon podcast, and the Box Office Boys podcast. And this week on episode 196, we start out talking about screwing up at work. Like, maybe you fell asleep at your desk because you didn't get enough sleep the night before. Maybe you fell asleep in a dental chair at your dental job while you were huffing nitrous. Or maybe you fell asleep in the baggage compartment and ended up in a different city because you were working as a baggage handler. And then later on, we talk about a concentration camp-themed Halloween display and how HOAs may or may not be pure evil. By the way, we're not going to have an intro story this week, guys. I'm sorry we skipped it, but it'll be back next week. Don't worry. So check the show out. We'll be right back. Okay, Lunchbox, let's try this again. We tidy the roof and you jump off and sell like a spitfire, passing right over the arch nemesis, the fours. You then swing up to the stage and knock out the pin. And when that's gone, the stage is trashed and we go smoke a bowl. You got it? Now get your fat ass up there. And dude, don't forget your helmet, Snoogans. Kenny, we're going to talk about serious topics today. Hi, friends. We're here to be your friend. Would you like to be friends with now that I'm older? Fuck you. Dude, stop that. Don't we like that in the audience? <laughs> I'm asking if they want to be friends and shit. I want to ask you a question. I can only hold it in nice and so long. What's the worst you fucked up at work? Like, seriously fucked up at work. Like, I don't know, like, actual fuck something up? Yeah. Or got caught doing something really bad? I'm going to say either one. Like, if anything's a fireable like, offense. Oh, dude. There's so many. There's so many. Uh, I fell asleep while doing nitrous. 
Okay. I don't think we found me in the morning. I don't think we've talked about it. I think we have. I don't think a couple times. No, I don't think we actually have talked about this one because we, in the beginning of the show, we were like, no, we'll talk about that one later. I don't really want to get into that one right now. And then as you got more comfortable on the show, you would tell more stories along those lines. Nitrous is awesome. And I fell asleep while doing it in the dental chair and (laughs) people came to work and I got fired. Let's not just simplify here. It's not simplified. That is exactly what happened. In our twenties, I would get calls from Kenny like this. Shoot. Nitrous happens to do the opposite to your voice. That helium, helium. does. Especially and if you pull off the nose cone and just use it like a straw. <laughs> <laughs> and just have it on full blast. Th- let me just go ahead and clarify and say this was when we were very young. This is years and Statue years and years ago. Statue of is up, bitches. <laughs> years and years and years ago. But I would get calls from Kenny on the phone going, Shane. Sunday, 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 Monster Truck Rowdy. This is The Undertaker. I was like, can you do nitrous again? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you stay one night after work and you're like, you know what? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'll just hang out with the nitrous a little bit. It's fine. Well, ni- nitrous just makes all your problems go away. The best part is as soon as you turn it off, it's off. And it's over. Yeah. So you fell asleep though. Yeah, fell doing asleep. a little bit. Yeah, totally fell asleep with the hose in my mouth. <laughs> well, see with the hose in your mouth. Uh-huh. And then they found me. So, yes. are you in a? Are you like in, a, in an office? Are you taking the tank somewhere else? Or are you like? No, I'm in fucking space. <laughs> no, I'm saying where are you at? In you the can't end? just take the tanks. They don't work without the respirator system. Fool. So you're sitting in a dental chair yes. in the office. That's where I fell asleep. It was all comfy. And you wake up in the morning, and there's I have the chair leaned back in the shit. <laughs> <and fucking>. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are standing around you? Three. Three people. Who are the people that are standing around you when this happens? One of the dental hygienists, the doorman of the building, because it was in downtown Atlanta, and one of the doctors. And then I, I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> Which we didn't have our own bathroom. It was one, it was one of those big buildings. So you had, every bathroom had like one bathroom. Every floor had one bathroom. Sort of so thing. I went there, and then I went out the front door, right, got my car, and left. <laughs> I knew I was fired, and I didn't want to deal with it. So you wake up, you don't say anything to anybody. Did they like wait? Did like they, you know, push you to wake you up or anything like that? Or they kick yeah, you? Yeah, oh yeah, they, they turned it off. <laughs> so you left it running all night. <laughs> yeah, I was on it. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You could have killed yourself on it's nitrous. nitrous. It's got oxygen in it. So you you wake up. These people staring at you like this is a bad fucking dream. Like something has gone horribly I wrong. I could have played it off like I was trying to commit suicide. And probably not got fired, but I didn't want to be like that person who's like, oh yeah, I totally am depressed. So I was like, no. I'm just... We are not making light of suicide whatsoever, yeah. ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Like, I can't claim but... that because like, you know, it's not true. <laughs> and there's plenty of people who are like actually struggling with shit. You don't want to be the guy who does that because somebody really will kill themselves and you'll be like, oh man, I was just joking. So that was that. And, uh, <laughs> so you, so you wake up and off. run to the bathroom. You like wash your face and shit. I got to look normal. <laughs> yeah, I got to wash my face. And then when I left, the elevator is right there. So I went up the elevator to the next floor, which is actually the first floor. Uh-huh. We were on the parking deck floor. Went out the front door, walked around the building to the back, went in the other side of the parking deck, got in my car. <laughs> so did you talk to anybody when they woke you up? Oh, no. Until I found a phone call. I got a phone call like two hours later. Going, are you coming back? Uh, no. <laughs> are you okay? Oh, we're just deal with this over the phone then. Are you okay? Yes. Yeah. Are you coming back? No. Nope. Is everything okay? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're fired, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Are That's you? pretty much it. Um. So the worst I fucked up. Uh, it wasn't that dramatic. I'll be honest. Because <laughs> you're a little goody tissue sissy ass. <laughs> well, the worst I ever fucked up. I actually um. When I used to work that telemarketing job I had, I would stay out late as fuck with all you assholes, and drinking or smoking or whatever. It was fault that I didn't make a responsible adult decision. <laughs> well, I made a responsible adult decision and got to work, but the problem was, like, I was dog fucking tired. Jamie would get off work at P- at uh, Papa John's, bring over pizzas at, like, 1130, and we would just hang out and fucking party till, like, 3 or 4, and every night I'd be like, no, it's fine, man. I'll get, like, two hours sleep. It'll be just fine. <laughs> So I go into work one day and I've gotten like an hour's worth of sleep, maybe. And I'm sitting down at my desk and we had those big, tall cubicle walls and the cubicle walls were like soft. And I leaned up against one (laughs) (laughs) making phone calls to do like telemarketing calls. And like I fall asleep and um, typically you would think like I had disposition to call, meaning I'd like hung up on somebody. And when I did, I set my arm over there and I was like, you know what, man, just just like one second. It's like once I'm just going to close my eyes and I was out. (laughs) So I'm out, dude. And the way I woke up is my boss came up behind me and kicked my chair. Like if it would have been my leg, (laughs) I would have been able to file work comp. Okay. (laughs) I would have kicked the shit out of your chair too. He kicked the shit out of my chair, right? (laughs) And he goes, Shane, you can clock the fuck out and get out right now. If you want to sleep on the job, sir. And I was like, Well, I don't really want to. You know what you should have done? <laughs> this is what I do when I need to take a little cat nap. You, this is what you do. You go to the bathroom. You take the, the one of the extra rolls of toilet paper, and you use that as a pillow. And you lean against the stall. just the right size. It works like an airplane pillow. Do you set a uh, an alarm on your phone to wake oh, you yes, up? Oh, yes, like- five minutes or so. <laughs> Play a little bit of music so they think I'm in there shitting. <laughs> do you always have music while you're in there shitting? Yeah, in case I start snoring. Wow, dude. So, like, people always know that you're taking a poop because they can hear the Oh, music I have a playing. little song I sing at work. Is it the poop song? Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <sighs> that You really sing that while you're at work? Like I'm Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about you being that. Well, the reason why I was talking about, like, fucking up at work is because there's a – that's one of my stories. I've got, I feel like i got to come up with something else because that's I mean, not got, as good that, as you that's hitting like, – That's, like, pretty much the only time I've ever, like, gotten anything, like, spectacular happened. Um, um, I've also, like, I don't know. I've quit in a bunch of cool ways. Well, I mean, quitting in a, in a bunch of different cool ways. I've is, threatened to beat up a manager. We talked about you threatening to beat a manager last <laughs> week. Um, let's see. What else have I done? Hold on. Um I totally like decided my first job. I decided I didn't want to go in. So I made up a story about having a sick relative and my mom ratted me out. <laughs> Cause back then your mom is not on your side. No, I was like 15. I didn't want to fucking work at Publix fucking pushing carts all day, sweating with my little thighs rubbing together. That shit sucked balls. Your little 15 year old fat fucking, boy thighs. I had fucking diaper rash and shit from that shit. So. No, I didn't want to do that. So I called and told him I had a sick family member. I couldn't come in and I would let him know if I could come back. And my mom calls up there. That makes me go up there and they have me stand around for like an hour before they fire me. And then she has to pick me up. She leaves me standing out in front of the store for like another hour. So she wasted two hours of your time. Yeah, basically. You're like, they're going to just fire me on the phone. And you're like, you're banned from life from Publix. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Do they have like Publix guards that stop you when you go I'm into Publix? Yeah, I'm sure days? there's no record of me at Publix. I'm positive. 
Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, if anybody out there is a manager at Publix or anything like that or works for Publix Corporate, can you call us and let us know what uh, Kenny's, uh, what Ken Baldwin's status is they at have Publix? A picture in some room. <laughs> <laughs> they have like the 15-year-old me in the picture <laughs> all looking all like oh. they have age progression pictures oh, man, of I you. I used to hate that fucking job, man. Um well the other thing that uh, I was going to say another story. Uh, all of mine happened when I was young, like young young, like early 20s like my job I had at Kmart when I was like 16. Uh, one of my managers caught me playing basketball <laughs> in the uh, garden department. I'd gone to the toy department and grabbed like a basketball. Is that why they some... made me a cashier when I got a job there? Is that why I wasn't allowed to have a fun job? <laughs> yes. Asshole. I had to work in the cashier. You have to work like a goddamn slave when you're a cashier. Because didn't you get hired during Christmas season too? Yes. Yeah, dude. And there's nothing, there's no fresh hell on earth like working retail, especially back when retail was a thing before Amazon was a thing. Because everybody would come to the fucking store. And like, I worked Black Friday in retail many nights, many, many years. And they would, you would get there at five o'clock in the morning. There'd be people standing like, you could have stolen stuff too, but it was fucking Kmart. You didn't want any of the shit they had. Dude, people would be like the walking dead up against the windows and shit like that on Black Friday. Because back in the day, they didn't have like special camp out spots or anything like that. The break room back there smelled like piss. And there was this big ass That's where dungeon. You're supposed to eat. And there's a big ass dungeon where they have all the layaway shit and all the storage and shit like that. You'd go back there. It seriously looked like a place that zombies might attack you or you might get like attacked by a serial killer or some shit. It was one of the worst jobs that we ever had. But my manager comes up on me while I'm sitting out there shooting hoops in a fucking flower pot in the garden department. He's like, Shane, you can clock out right now if you're going to act like that. And I was like, uh, uh, why are your bosses use the same lines? Or is it just your <laughs> shitty retelling of stories showing through? No, it's they, they were all both- say the same exact thing. That's weird. Busted. Listen. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing anything out, dude. Hey, I'm- Shane, you can clock out and go home. That's how you can be on this podcast. <laughs> hey, fuck you, kitty. Okay. <laughs> Well, the the whole reason I brought this up is one of the other stories that I found today was a uh, baggage handler for an airline, for American Airlines, <laughs> said he inadvertently fell asleep in the cargo hold of an airplane and laid on the airplane for the entire flight <laughs> from Kansas City <laughs> to Chicago. <laughs> now, imagine waking up in Chicago. <laughs> Wait a minute, do you sleep in the baggage compartment? Isn't that not heated and pressurized and shit? Apparently. um, How did he not freeze? An individual, a male, they don't even give his name, okay, of Piedmont Airlines, a wholly owned subsidiary of the American Airlines group, was working for an American Airlines flight on October 27th when he apparently falls asleep in the forward cargo hold of a Boeing 737. So this guy is literally like throwing bags and shit like that. And decides, I'd be you know like, what? I'd try to slur my words to claim I had a stroke. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it. So, <laughs> Kenny, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that because maybe you end up with a real stroke, sir. You don't want to do that. Okay. So apparently he's in the cargo <laughs> hold. This one's the forward cargo hold, which was heated and pressurized. So I'm wondering uh, if like he grabbed a neck pillow. <laughs> And I was like, just five minutes, I'd man. do like a drop luggage on my head, and I was knocked unconscious. It's it's honestly one of those things where you wake up, and you're like, oh, my God, I got to find a story. The last time I called out, I, uh, I didn't actually send the text. <laughs> so I got a worried phone call at like 1030. So you, I'm guessing you typed up a text to call in, but you yeah, didn't actually Yeah, I had a stomach virus, and it sucked. And I was miserable, and I like t- typed it out. And I usually send it to both the clinical manager and the front manager. Just And it's just a courtesy. I'm, I'm on my hours, and I'll set my own shit, but still. 
just to let them know. So I typed it all out, and then I just like rolled back over and went to sleep and never hit send. And I basically just – I don't even remember answering the phone, really. I just heard somebody's voice all saying, Kenny, Kenny, are you there? And I was like, hello? <laughs> it was like somebody from work. I was like, oh, I didn't get my text. And they are like, no, it's, we were worried about you. It's like 10.30 in the morning, dude. Do you what have you that doing? stomach virus that's going around? Yes. I've been shitting myself since 3 a.m. Did oh. you really tell people at work I've been shitting myself since 3 a.m.? Dude, I hear about every body function these women have. There's no, I have no problem telling them I'm shitting myself. Actually, I think my exact words are my assholes doing a jet ski motor impression. <laughs> Six hours. You said my assholes doing a jet ski motor impression. That's an intro right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can thank Kenny for that one. This week, you're going to hear it from the beginning of the show. Yeah, it was horrible, dude. It was squirting out. <laughs> so apparently like, I had to be careful smoking weed because if I coughed woo. <laughs> <laughs> underwear change <laughs> oh god we dude. need wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> you know sometimes guys I just have no idea what to say here However, if you'd like to apply to be Kenny's wardrobe person for when these situations come up, hit us up at ntiopod at gmail and we may have a job for you. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to talk about concentration camp themed Halloween displays and how HOAs and code enforcement can be good and a totally shitty thing. So check it out. We'll be right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute. First, we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast, the 365 Flex Podcast. I am the Scottish Whedon Whore Chris. And I am the Pissy X Video Store Clerk Kev. And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews, and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn, and all other third-party podcasting apps. And on top of all that, you'll get free access to our indie talk. You'll hear us speaking with directors, producers, actors, comic book creators, and artists about their experiences. Don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Told them not to go in the water. Don't say that! Never say that! Goonies never say die! Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck, because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon-exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Right. Do you know what I hate, Bix? What's up? Movie trailers. 
Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10, 15 minutes to watch like seven or eight trailers for movies. Some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already. I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week? that you can find on Spreaker and iTunes, or you can check out on garrisrandomramblings.space. You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. So just a second ago, ladies and gentlemen, me and Kenny were talking about getting into recording and he said, record, just record, fuck. And I was like, I am not recording you fucking. So I just want to let you guys know. That's where his brain went with that statement. The rest of us, I think, would just say, you know, take the exclamation of frustration. But no, Shane actually took it literal because he's thinking about those kind of things. I'm just saying I'm not. Me too, ladies and gentlemen. Me too. (laughs) You Okay, whatever. So you a minute ago, harassed. a minute ago, we were talking about HOAs, and you said your HOA around here is kind of a dick. Dude, they'll no. they'll measure your goddamn grass, and if it's half an inch too long, you'll get a letter. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I swear to God. See, I've been lucky enough to never have to live with an HOA ever. Well, you'd suck at it because the first time you got a letter, you'd be all making phone calls, all oh yeah, well, I have a bad feeling that I'd probably be trying to paint my house pink and shit like that just to spite the HOA. Just yeah, you probably would. And then you'd like ruin your own home. <laughs> Why did you lose all that home property when you sold your house? Why did you lose that value? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Well, so what, what sort of things? paint was not helpful. What sort of things did you get? Um, HOA letters for just your grass being too tall, cutting your grass, uh, having weeds and flower beds. So why do you, why are you growing weed in a flower bed? So I said weed. I said weeds. I know you heard this. Don't pretend <laughs> like you didn't hear this. Don't pretend like you're like some kind of Forrest Gump looking ass. Why are you growing multiple different strains of weed in your flower beds? Dude, that would be so stupid. My flower beds <laughs> are in the front yard. That would so, be, we'd probably get a letter about that. <laughs> so, do you seriously get letters about having weeds in your flower beds? Like this oh, yeah. whole. If so you don't they, have it, if you don't have your grass edged. So you have to have a lawn service, basically, or you have to be one of those anal retentive guys who's out yes. there with an edger every week, like keeping your shit all tight and keeping correct. That's fucked up. So, do you get out there and cut the grass Heck and stuff no. like that? For lawn service. Why not? Because of a lawn service. <laughs> Dude, it's like $35 a month to have a lawn service. You have a lawn service for $35 a month? Yeah. That's fucked up, dude. Mine is a good bit more than that. Why the fuck is yours so cheap? Oh, there's geez. a guy who lives in our neighborhood. Is everybody in the neighborhood a discount? Well, let him know that I used to live in the no, neighborhood. No, 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 Mr. East Cobb. Enjoy <laughs> your high, high class, expensive ass lawn services over there. So, Mine's not even Mexican. So quite honestly, um, the only reason it's I, black dudes. only reason I asked about HOAs today is because uh, I was looking through stuff to, for us to talk about today, and I found a headline that kind of jumped out at me that says, "Florida woman says Holocaust themed yard display is meant to spite her HOA." Wow! Wow! <laughs> so wow! So this he, is Trump's America right here, folks. This is where we are today as a country, oh is that God. someone can put a Holocaust themed. Now, when I say Holocaust themed, let's go through it here. It says it features a sign reading Arbeit macht frei, which means work sets you free in German. It's a slogan that was on display at the entry of Nazi concentration camps like Auschwitz and shit like that. 
It has different people in the display and shit like that with concentration camp ID numbers on their arms and stars of David on their chests. This lady is getting fucking death threats from yeah. people in her neighborhood yeah. going, what the fuck? So basically people are coming up going, okay, so there was just a shooting in Pittsburgh at a synagogue. You know, maybe this is a problem. Maybe just like read the room in America, guys. <laughs> maybe we don't go after, Ted, you know. Ted, Ted, read so, the room, Ted. I mean, Susan Lamerton is a realtor. She should know better. Jesus Christ. How <laughs> She's you, a realtor, okay? It's like her job to understand what appeals to the public. So she says, she came out and said, listen, okay, it's not about the, the Holocaust or any of that shit. It seems like it Apparently is. Apparently it is. She's Jewish, okay? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Basically what she says is she the HOA is harassing her because she put a star of David, like a sign with a star of David in her yard, which she said is allowed by the rules. But Huff, Huffington Post, where the story comes from, tried to call the HOA. They didn't want to comment. They're like, we're not getting in this shit storm with the Jewish lady with the concentration camp, Halloween display and shit like that. <laughs> not touching that. Now, nope. Imagine you have children. Okay. You don't have children, but I can tell from a parent's point of view, at 10 years old, you're driving through the neighborhood and you look over see, and you kids, see. kids, that's what we call butt fuck crazy right there. <laughs> that's a good lesson. That's a good opportunity to teach your kids about butt fuck crazy people. I, I can't imagine. I'm regular crazy, butt fuck crazy. I can, and that's BF crazy right there, Chris. Look at that, Chris. Do you see that? We call that BF crazy. What's the BF stand for? Butt fuck. Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, God damn it. I mean, gosh darn it. Christopher, shut up. Everybody be quiet. Let me think. What should we do? There's a fucking concentration camp display in our neighborhood. So I'm just imagining like kids going, but like through the neighborhood and shit like that, trick or treating. Do you go to concentration camp house? What are you going to get? What are you going to get? People's hair? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, cold out of their teeth. I mean, no, you don't go to the house. So what do you do though? Better have your papers if you do. (laughs) Papers? You have your papers? Jesus. So, oh my God. I mean, as an adult, that's, that's one of the most civil disobedient type things I've ever seen. And you as a libertarian should be perfectly fine with this. I'm not saying they should call the law or nothing. Well, she's saying it's part of her, uh, her first amendment right to, I, to free speech. I said she the kids should go to her house. I didn't say she couldn't do it. No, suddenly you, you go from being like, the outlaws who have weed in their or weeds in their garden and shit like that, or tall grass, to being the concentration camp. Our grass house. isn't even tall. It's like that long. It's like that uh, golf course grass. It just gets extra bushy, and they're like, they're out there. They, they take pictures. You'll see them out there, and you're like, God damn. <laughs> they walk up to your house and go, "Papers, get up your papers." <laughs> they they would if they could. They, they probably would walk up with a couple of people. I remember a story recently of a homeowners association that made a rule that people had to open the garages every day. Because they caught somebody that was letting somebody stay in the garage. So they made this crazy rule saying you had to have your garage open some point during the day. And a lot of people work all day. So they were like, uh, no. <laughs> well, that's the one thing I can't. I mean, because I've never lived in a homeowners association, I can't relate to too many of these stories. But there's plenty of crazy fucking HOA stories where people have gone out and the HOA is run by regular ass people. It's not like there's some homeowners association rule book or some shit like that. Like you can make up the rules. A as lot you go of homeowners along. associations pay an outside, uh, like professional group to manage the homeowners association. Well, I get that, but I'm saying like in store in neighborhoods like, like this, ours isn't run by anybody in the neighborhood. 
Well, the thing is, there's a lot of neighborhoods where it is, where they elect somebody in the neighborhood so, to be like the president. Ours is an outside source, which is why they're so eager to find you because that's how they get paid. Is that um, is that why you guys have like an HOA Gestapo that comes over for your grass? Yes, and shit that's like exactly that? why because they only get paid by doing that. I just I understand like if you're in one of these neighborhoods and it's kind of like that asshole code enforcer that everybody had when you were a kid. Like there used to be the people. Well, maybe you didn't because I lived in poor neighborhoods. (laughs) (laughs) No, I knew a code enforcer when I was in jail. When I was in jail in Smyrna and working on the cars, the code enforcer used to hang out in the garage to drink free coffee. And he would tell us stories about basically running down places for free food. Like, this guy was like, horrible. he was like, you better give me a hot dog. He'd go to a restaurant and get some food. If you didn't give him food, he'd be like, how many people are in here? <laughs> That's way too much power for a guy named Ted to have, okay? Oh, dude, this guy had a huge mustache. He brought a cigarette, though, so he was cool. Well,. <laughs> I just imagine, or I remember, not imagine, I remember when I was a little kid, like there would be our house would, not our house, but like our grandmother's house or like our uncle's house would have like a car on blocks or some shit like that in the front yard. And they come by and be like, that, that's not allowed. You yeah, can't, you that, can't be running. That's what the homeowners association is for. <laughs> well, remember. Uh, so basically in the poor neighborhoods, you don't have that. So they have code enforcement. <laughs> it's a different, we have our own, we have basically private code enforcement. You guys have, um, you guys had county code enforcement. You guys had private police force that would come around and make sure the grass was cut correctly and shit like that. We had police force that would come around and make sure there wasn't a make meth sure, lab. Make sure you weren't like building Godzilla out of cars. What was um, the thing called? Carzilla, <laughs> Trichosaurus. <laughs> Trichosaurus. We all are trying to build Trichosaurus back there. Ain't got no wheels, so you have to make legs. <laughs> um, we never had two. We only had, I want to say, like one or two times that like somebody from code enforcement came out. But my dad had a bad habit. We'd get a car. And my dad, when I was growing up, I felt like there was cars weren't made in the same decade that I was born. <laughs> like, like they only made cars from 20 years ago. Um so my dad would have like, you know, a 60 something or a, a, a 70 something. I'm going to work on that car. Yeah. Well, um, the same decade I was born is a little bit, is a little bit overzealous. I would say like most cars that we had were at least five or six years older than me. And I'm like, okay, so I'm 13 and all of our cars are like 20 years or so old. Why the fuck? So my dad would bring these cars over to our house, have them for a couple of months. Something would break on them. He'd then get another car from someone else. Go figure. (laughs) He'd then get a car from someone else, pull that into the driveway and drive that one for a little while while the other car just sat there basically like it was a collectible or some shit before code enforcement finally came out and was like, uh, you gotta do something with this car, sir. This car's been here for like a, it's got uh, two flat tires. It's been here for like three weeks. You guys need to move it. Family of cats living in it. It smells like cat piss, sir. What are you going to do with something (laughs) that smells like cat piss? I, I just don't know what you're thinking. My dad told me a story about one time he went out to one of these older cars and um, he turned on the car. Did he and kill some kittens or something? <laughs> I almost don't want to tell the story. He killed something. No, no. He didn't kill it. He killed something cute. <laughs> he didn't kill it. No, what did he do, Shane? God damn it, man. You brought it up. How did we get here from the HOA? I just so he know. cranked up one of the old cars. And there was a cat sleeping under the hood because it was warm from the night before. And he, all he heard was like, like it freaked the fuck out. And he said he opened it and it would look like an explosion of cat. Uh, and he had no idea it was even in there. The only time he did it by accident. 
I bet he did know. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a cat on the on the engine. It apparently got like wrapped up in the belts or some shit like that, dude. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fuck. It kind of reminded me of the time that we were driving back to your house where like somebody had obliterated a deer. Oh, dude, that deer was like, uh, <laughs> like the Jason got all of that deer. <laughs> me and Kenny are Jason the Mack truck. <laughs> me and Kenny are coming back home to his house one night. We'd go in to get some food after we were hanging out, doing something for the movie or podcasting or some shit. I forget exactly what we're she doing. Was but trying to be cool like me. We drive back to the house, and um, as we're driving, we start to hear something like. We see something on the road in front of us, but like the road just has something all over it. And then we start to hear like, yeah, it's something. not like something. It's like massacre. <laughs> you couldn't tell what it was it from was the bar. Like, it was like somebody had dumped 200 pounds of ground beef on the road and a couple of people had driven over it. <laughs> and you could hear it hitting the car as we're driving. No, going, don't say that, dude. Uh, I, don't, I had that blocked. Uh. Do you remember stopping the car and opening the doors and going, what the fuck is all this shit, man? And then opening the door and be like, oh, God. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. I didn't stop it. I opened my door. I slowed down to open my door to see what the fuck it was. You're an idiot. (laughs) I wasn't going that fast when I did it. Still, (laughs) there's bile and like meat. I'm not saying I reached down to grab something. What did you need to see? I just wanted to find out what it was. You think you were going to find a leprechaun? What if it would have been the beginning of an environmental disaster? You think you're going to find a mer- mermaid? What? What, are you, what? what if it was the beginning of an environmental Fountain disaster? Fountain of fucking youth? What are you looking for here? That we could have prevented. Okay. No, dude, that's how people get fucking environmental disasters. How did you get infected by the deer zombie virus? My dumbass <laughs> friend went to open his door and look at the fucking meat we were running over in a fucking catastrophe. I was like, what are you doing? Close the goddamn door. That's how you get zombie viruses, you dumbass. So Later, saying- I had to shoot him because he tried to eat me. And it wasn't cute like that movie with the guy from Star Trek. So are you trying to say that I'm Shaun of be- the Dead, that movie. So yeah, he kept his friend allowed to play video games with him. Nah. <laughs> nah. So you're saying that um, I'm going to be patient zero. <laughs> Probably. If you keep opening your door when you're running over a deer carcass, I mean, who does that? <laughs> I mean, let's have a poll, folks. Reach us on Twitter. Would you open your door or not open your door while running over a carcass? Well, first off, we didn't know it was a carcass. Yeah, I knew it was a carcass. It. it looked like a damn bloody mess. What else could it be? It wasn't a carcass. A murder? As far as we knew. <laughs> all I knew is there could have been evidence to a crime. Somebody threw on the a street. body out of the sh- Yes, yeah, so that's also a good reason for you to open the door. Now you've contaminated a crime scene. <laughs> well, well, good job, we, Dexter. We had already driven through it, though. I've seen enough CSI to know that if you see a crime scene, you start out to <laughs> drive <in>. over it <laughs> and then inspect your car. It's exactly how they investigate. <laughs> this is exactly how you do it. No, before the actual opening credits of CSI, they always have someone who drives through the crime scene, <laughs> opens their door to make goes, sure eh, it's a crime scene. And that guy later becomes a zombie. <laughs> Patient zero. I don't think he ever becomes a zombie necessarily. Now, I can say that if I do become a zombie, the first thing I'm doing is biting you. Because I'm not going See, that's down. why you get killed. <laughs> right there. Right there. You're not a friendly zombie at all. I know this. <laughs> well, if you honestly think about it, I have the most uh, capacity to become like Ace, where I am an actual zombie who knows what I'm doing. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> You're already not compassionate. <laughs> Ace, the whole point is that Ace is compassionate. What we're talking about is we actually wrote a script, or we're part of writing a script about a... Uh, 
uh, a zombie who actually had compassion and was like a normal dude and stuff like that. I feel as though I have enough human empathy and compassion for my fellow man to where if I got bit by a zombie and had the zombie virus. If Shane got bit by a zombie, he would go on a rampage. I don't think I'd he go would on a bite rampage. dogs, cats. First off, I don't think I'd be biting dogs. children. Second off, could you imagine a zombie Horses. dog? Could you imagine a zombie dog or a zombie horse running at you? Yeah. What the fuck do you do then? If you don't have a gun, you're just boned. It's over, dude. Go if in I'm- the house. <laughs> If a horse runs at you, dude, if a zombie horse is coming, you're not stopping it with a door. When's the last time you saw a zombie horse in the house? <laughs> I haven't seen a zombie horse ever. When's the last ever. time you saw a horse in the house? <laughs> I've seen a couple of YouTube clips with horses in the house. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. They have cows and horses that live inside the house and no, stuff like that. You're lying. I'm not lying, dude. You could probably find one, but you've never watched one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you haven't watched it. What okay. was the name of the video? Uh, horse. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't forget some shit like that. It's called Horse in the House? I don't think it is. That's too easy. Ladies and gentlemen, go to uh, YouTube and type in Horse in the House, and you'll see, obviously, a lot of videos of horses in the house. Um, again, let's go back. Shane's making up fibs, ladies and gentlemen. All your firepower that you have with all your guns and shit like that, your shotgun, and your if you shoot your 9mm at a horse coming at you, that's a zombie. Okay, even it'll if you're going shoot, it'll t- if you hit it in the head, you can't shoot it in the body. Exactly, but you always preach about center mass and shit like that. Well, a horse's head's about as big as a man's center mass. It's a big fucking head. That's why we call Jessica Sarah Parker horse face. You've seen it? It's all elongated. <laughs> We're not talking about Sarah Jessica Parker because, uh, but, but I'm just saying, if a, if there's a horse zombies or like dog zombies, that's what's going to happen though. I'm going to be the compassionate zombie. Who's going to bite dogs and stuff like that? But they're going to be compassionate. You're going to bite Piper. Then Piper's going to cause all kinds of problems. I don't want to talk about what Piper would do if she was a zombie, dude. It would be scary as fuck. Like it, the zombie virus would spread so quickly because she would just be unhinged. My dog Piper is a crazy person, and if she started, you know, biting people, it <laughs> She's would already kind of off. It would just fucking be crazy. Always in trouble. Queer. Bye, Felicia. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Now That I'm Older. I'm here with Kenny. He's decided I'm just taking off my headphones off. off. I have to go. I just told you. I got dirty drawers. We're not still talking about your underwear, Kenny. What the hell? I guess I could be pretty pissed off about what happened to me. But it's hard to stay mad when there's so much beauty in the world. Sometimes I feel like I'm seeing it all at once, and it's too much. My heart fills up like a balloon that's about to burst. And then I remember to relax. And stop trying to hold on to it. And then it flows through me like rain. And I can't feel anything but gratitude for every single moment of my stupid little life. You have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sure. But don't worry. You will someday.